0: Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone from broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Serechia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. I talk with multi-six and seven-figure entrepreneurs. We dive into where they started, the struggles they had along the way, and the unique way they think differently that has led to their current level of success. In my last episode, I spoke with Vince Warnock. Vince Warnock is an award-winning business and marketing strategist, coach, author, and host of the Chasing the Insights podcast. An ex-radio announcer with over 20 years in marketing, Vince has been recognized by his peers with numerous awards, including being named a Fearless 50, a program designed by Adobe to recognize the top 50 marketers in the world who drive bold, fearless marketing and digital transformation. Previously the CMO at Sigma, Vince has founded multiple companies, including the Chasing the Insights Academy, where he empowers entrepreneurs and business owners to make sense of marketing and grow the business they have always dreamed of. I had a wonderful long conversation with Vince. It was a fantastic episode, folks. So if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is John Paul Crimi. John Paul is originally from Boston, but in his early 20s, he moved to L.A. and quickly became one of the most sought-after celebrity trainers and sober coaches in the country. Unexpectedly, he found himself in a breathwork class and had a massive transformation that very first time. Knowing he had to share this technique, he not only began teaching but developed his own unique style and quickly began selling out classes all over L.A. John Paul has also appeared on Good Morning America and has been featured in the Huffington Post and the Hollywood Reporter. You can find him on countless talk shows and podcasts, both domestically and internationally, as he continues his work to make breathwork more accessible and mainstream. John Paul believes there is no one who can't benefit from this practice, and he has the Olympians, Oscars, Emmy, and Grammy winners to prove it. Witnessing people visibly transform, often after just one session, is why he greets each day excited to turn people towards their most authentic selves, and he has made it his life's work to reach as many people as possible. This is the third and final part of a long conversation I had with John Paul. We'll be talking about addictions and relationships, and using breathwork to stop running your life based on fears and past trauma. Join me as we continue our conversation with John Paul Crimi. And this is such a remarkable story about where you came from, mm. um, where you started in life. Um, and you started in Boston, South yeah. Boston. I'm in New Hampshire. My family um, is from Boston area.
1: We used to drive up to New Hampshire on Sundays because the liquor stores were closed And in, in Boston. They call them package doors, package door. The package closed today. The package closed. So we're going to do a New Hampshire run guy. And so <laughs> we would drive all the way up to New Hampshire, which was like an hour and a half, two hours. We'd get a bunch of booze and then we would drink it on the way back. And then we'd <laughs> have to turn around and go back again because we drank it all before we even got home, which is crazy and terrible and a really bad idea. But that shows you how I was living back then. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was an environment that was, um, East coast kind of tough upbringing and, um, it didn't allow for vulnerability. My joke is that like, if I had a feeling, I would push that feeling down, do a shot and punch somebody in the face and the feeling would go away. (laughs) And so, you know, it's just it was crazy. I lost probably six friends. I think it was before I was 21, six close friends mm. from drugs and alcohol and drinking and driving accidents, accidents and suicide and just all these kind of horrible things that happened. And it's really um, it, it really just colored the way I saw the world, which wasn't a safe place. And so when you, you know, I, it was it Freud that says it, Is it it's either Freud or young that says like, the most important decision you'll ever make is whether you live in a, you know, a dangerous world or a loving world.
0: Mm. And,
1: I, and I really lived in this dangerous world, you know, and um, and so your my nervous system was just on alert all the time, fight or flight. Yeah. And that's exhausting. It's exhausting to live in that. You know, when you have trauma, when you grow up in trauma, you know, I was stabbed when I was 19 years old and almost died and I didn't see it coming which is really scary. And I was jumped a few times you know, I didn't see it coming. And so my nervous system, my body, my brain was always like, you know, at any moment I could be attacked and killed. Right. Mm. And so I, I didn't know it then, but I think I was walking around with, um, you know, PTSD and the traumatic yeah. brain injury and all kinds of stuff. And it's just like, and to live like that is exhausting. It's exhausting. So-
0: so when did it shift for you?
1: It's a great question. Um, I think at the, the start of the shift happened when I got sober. And I got sober in uh, March uh, 5th, 2000. 2000. So I'm, I'm a little over 21 years sober. And Congratulations. Um, thank you. And I think that started because other people started helping me in a real and genuine way. And they didn't want anything from me. They were just trying to help me and so mm. i got friends and people I, I surrounded myself with people who were working on themselves and and tr- and were helping me and so and i dove into this rabbit hole of like well okay what kind of self help is out there and i and i had done self help before but like self help doesn't work too well if you go and self medicate with a bunch of booze and drugs right, right. you got to kind of go through the discomfort and the pain to come out the other side so you, when you're working on yourself so I I I I got sober and I was working on myself and allowing the feelings to be what they needed to be. The feelings need to be felt. Yes. So it's like driving a car for you know twenty something years. I got sober at twenty seven, and just throwing all the bills in the back and all the issues and the garbage, and then you just slam on the brakes and everything just comes flying up in your lap, and you're like, oh my god, I've forgotten about all this, and it just lands in your lap, and you deal with it one day at a time, and. Um, and then I learned about helping other people and I had done some helping of other people being a personal trainer and things like that, but, you know, helping other people get sober and watching their life change was life-changing for me. Mm -hmm. And, and so that was a huge shift for me. And I think I started to realize that, you know, with the world, wasn't such a horrible place. And, um, you know, and I met Tony Robbins and Tony was very kind to me and invited me to a seminar and that was life-changing for me. And then I, um, I found breath work and breath work, you know, really helped me learn how to shut off my head and move into my heart because so many people are walking around in their head all the time. And there's this whole other system in your body, which is your heart system that can, you know, answer the questions that you have and, it's just incredible. And you don't realize that. And I see people who are so up in their head that they have no idea that they can turn that off and tune into their heart. And it's like, I I did so many sessions with people where they would come in and they would, I'd say, okay, where are you stuck? What's the problem? And they go, well, it's this relationship. And I go, okay, tell me about the relationship. And I already knew the answer. Right. But like, They're like a lawyer and they're going to tell me, well, so that he's really good and he does this and he does that and he's great. And I'm like, okay, what's the problem? Okay, well, he doesn't do this and there's this and he says this. And okay, so they're like a lawyer on both sides of the case. And I go, why don't we just set the intention intention for clarity for you, right? Mm. And like clarity on what 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 your heart wants. People would lay down and they would breathe and they'd sit up. People you know, would set the intention on what it is that they want. Like what, you know, what, what should I do about this relationship? And they lay down and they breathe and then they sit up and then afterwards they're like, it's really clear. Like this isn't the right relationship for me. And yeah. then because they, they're they tuned into their heart and their heart is telling them like, this isn't what you want. This person isn't what you want. They have some qualities that you want, but they, this isn't in your heart, you know, cause you yes. know, when you know, in your heart, when it's right, you do. Yeah, you do. Right.
0: But we have all the stories in our brain that are rolling around distracting us.
1: Yeah. If you're not sure, then it's not the right one. Like, that's the truth. I don't even need you to breathe. If you're not sure, then it's not the right one. Because when you are sure, when you are, when, when it is the right one, you are sure in your heart. But what we do is we let our fear take over. And our fear creates stories and reasons why we should stay in this relationship. Well, I don't want to get back out there on Bumble and there's not a lot of that, And they do this. They are good here. And the, so we let our fear take over and our fear, like, I don't want to be alone or I don't want to be this or whatever. And yeah. so people are running their lives based on their fears and insecurities. And that's all based in past trauma right? It's all based in past trauma. All addiction comes from past trauma. So they're all people have no idea that they've got this operating system that they're running for their life that is all based out of like trauma and childhood stuff. And so when you can learn to start to clear out that and you're basically just xing out of all the tabs of the operating systems of like something your father said something that happened to you when you're a kid this thing in this relationship being alone is really hard for you because of this this and this and so it's like you're closing out all those tabs then you can get down to the core and the root of like who you really are when you don't have those fears and insecurities and you don't give a shit you know i say this a lot in my classes it's like the biggest regret the number one regret that people have on their deathbed is they wish they didn't give a shit so much what people thought of them like yeah. they wish they didn't live their life for other people so much so like do you really want to be on your deathbed being like god i wish i didn't care so much what other people thought or what my parents thought or whatever and i just live my life the way i wanted to live it yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's time to to make that shift now
1: yeah 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 i mean how much time do you have left nobody knows but like why don't you live it like the way you really want to live your life Why don't you live it as your best self? You know, why don't you live and love and just be in a place of like just gratitude and love? And that's possible. And, you know, I'm a guy that didn't know any of that was possible. You know, none of this stuff that I'm saying even existed in my sphere of understanding or possibility, you know, 10 and a half years ago. You can have a shift like that. People think that you need, you need to do 20 years of therapy and you need to do this and you need to do that. And it's like, no, I I've experienced myself where you can go to a breathwork class and lay down and breathe and come up and be like, oh my God, something has completely changed for me. And I've watched thousands of other people do it over the last 10 years and watch them completely shift areas of their life and just know that it's possible.
0: I believe it. I've seen the same thing happen before my very eyes um, yeah. for myself when I first experienced the, sty- the style of breath work, as well as for each person I've taken through incredible shifts. People come out of it and they are blown away. Yeah. Um, every single person, um, yeah. and and that has been such a thrill. The style of breath work that you teach and that I've learned from you and that I teach to my clients is done for a very specific purpose. Earlier on in our conversation, we talked about like breath work as a whole, and it's like a thing in itself. And then there are all these different kinds of breath work that are done for specific reasons. And the one um, that you teach um, is done for a specific reason. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not really done for transient hypofrontality. That that's kind or of Or it
0: induces.
1: It can it can induce that. It doesn't happen to everybody. But so what tra- let's talk about what that is first. So transient hypofrontality is when part of the frontal lobe sh- kind of shuts off. And I I mean when I say shut off, shuts off I say that lightly. Like your brain doesn't shut off, but it like kind of turns off, it
0: quiets it. it.
1: Yeah, it quiets down those centers of the brain. And those centers of the brain are the centers where the ego is. Yeah. And that's what tells you you're not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not. That's the thing that compares you to other people, and you know, tells you you need more. And so it kind of, it quiets that down, which is a really beautiful feeling. And that's one of the effects that this breath work has. It's not the goal into itself. It can be for some people. For for me, the goal has always been, you know, can I just kind of tune into my heart and turn off mm-hmm. my head a little bit and tune into my heart and. um. can I just relax and know that I'm enough, like the way I am, that I don't need to be bigger and more important and more money and all this kind of stuff. And so this style of breath work that I do, it's for a lot of different things. One of the main things is to clear trauma and some people, a lot of people know they have trauma and some people don't know they have trauma and because trauma is passed on through the DNA yeah. So we there's proof, there's scientific proof out there that shows there's studies that are incredible that sh- that have proven that trauma is passed through multiple generations. And so you thought you were screwed up because of your parents and you were right. But it's their parents <laughs> fault and their parents fault and so um so you may be screwed up in some way and I say that lightly screwed up. You know, you may have some issues in some way that you don't even understand why you have them and that was a lot of my stuff too i don't even understand why i have this issue or that issue i don't understand why i have depression you know studies have shown that you know great grandchildren of holocaust survivors have higher rates of depression and anxiety uh studies have proven that mothers that were pregnant at 9 11 the babies were born with higher cortisol levels right and so you don't even realize why you have this trauma or maybe you don't know it's there, but breath work is this incredible tool for helping clear this trauma out of your nervous system. And the way it does that is by tapping into this nervous system, the fight or flight, and then clearing it out. And it's a really powerful thing. And so it it helps clear out trauma, it helps clear out stress, it helps clear out anxiety. And people don't even realize that they're walking around sort of holding their breath all the time. And they're feeling stress and depression and anxiety. And so a lot of that is because your emotions are stored down in your belly. Right. Yep. And we don't want to breathe deep down into our belly and feel those emotions. So we hold our breath or we keep it really shallow. And then we're going to start feeling anxiety and stress and depression because we're holding our breath or we're breathing really shallow. You have a breathing pattern when you feel those emotions. You have a breathing pattern when you feel anger. You have a breathing pattern when you feel depression or anxiety. So if you could change that breath when you're feeling that emotion, then you can shift the emotion. And if you can shift the emotion, then you can shift your life so change your breath yeah. change the emotion change your life it's that simple but you have to be willing to do the work yeah. that's the thing is a lot of people would rather sit in their misery and their uncomfortableness and just say well there's something wrong with me because of this and not doing anything about it or like go to a doctor and ask for a pill and here's the thing medication it doesn't fix the problem it just turns off the alarm it doesn't put out the fire it just yeah. turns off the alarm. The fire is still happening. Yep. So You've just turned off the fire alarm and the fire is still burning inside of you. So that issue is going
0: to come out in some other way in your health or whatever. I don't know. Absolute truth. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Thank you. John Paul, how can people find out more about you?
1: I have a couple websites, um, but my main website is Breathe with JP. So B R E A T H E. People always forget that E. So breathe. So not breath, but breathe. I actually think if you probably type in breath now, it goes to my website. I think we bought that domain because <laughs> people forgot the E. So breath or breathe with JP, breathe with W-I-T-H-J-P.com. And you go to that website and then that has links to everything else. Like if you want to do a course online, I do a class every Sunday. So if you've been hearing about this breath work and you want to come try my class, I do a class every Sunday. And I think there's a discount um thing on the website where you can get you know 10 bucks off your first class and come try a class out and so i do a class every sunday morning and if you can't make the class there's a replay that's good until wednesday because i have people from all over the world who come do it and sign up and do the replay and then do the class and just experience that don't eat before you come do it and give make sure you sign on before the class like don't wait till the last minute and just experience it and then decide, you know, if this is for you and you want to go down the rabbit hole of trying it out um, or trying different things, you know, maybe you want to come to the teacher training. If you're, there's no breathwork teacher where you live, that's an amazing opportunity to be yes. the breathwork teacher where you live. Like, cause this thing is exploding 10 times bigger than yoga or meditation. If in one session you can get the results that you get from breathwork that are that amazing. Um, there's a revolution that's happening right now. Yoga is amazing. It takes years to get the results from yoga, you know, but meditation is amazing. It takes years. It's, it's really hard, you know, but breath work, it's uncomfortable, but you could, anyone can do it and you just lay down and breathe in this way. And in one session, you're going to have massive results. So this thing is growing really powerfully really fast and exponentially. And so if there's no teacher where you live, like you should be the teacher. Um, yes. or if you, you just want to, you know, experience it or add it to your practice. If you have an existing coaching or counseling practice, I have tons of, um, you know, therapists and doctors and different people that are doing this, that are adding this in.
0: And that's so, exactly what I've done.
1: Yeah. If yeah. you, it's a no brainer. If you have any kind of practice where you help people, this is a no brainer. Cause it will really help. Like I just had a nutritionist go through my training. And so It's really good because you're getting to the core issues of why people eat the way they do right or what you know when i was sick mom made me you know a grilled cheese sandwich and like it's really powerful so whatever your practice is it can just add right in or if you're looking for something totally new and fulfilling if you're in a career or a job that you're just totally unhappy and unfulfilled this is the most fulfilling thing i've ever done and i cannot tell you the number of students who have come to me and said I, I just did a class or I just did a session and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. I love this email. I get it all the time. Yeah. Thank you so much for creating these trainings and te- teaching me how to teach breathwork because I just watched this person change in front of my eyes and I got to be a part of that. And it feels yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like why wouldn't, and just the byproduct is you're gonna make really good money. Like you can charge really good money and people will pay really good money and be grateful to pay really good money because you just did something for them that made them feel amazing and that actually works. But that's the byproduct. That's not the end res- That's not the goal in itself. I always tell students like, cause people will come and see my class. I used to in person have 300 people. And they're like, I want that. And I'm like, no, you start with three people. You know, yeah. and you start with a small class and you grow up to that, you know, and I, I was like, there was a time when one person showed up or nobody showed up and, and, and it's a different time. Like anyone starting now is much luckier than I was because nobody knew what it was. But the point is, is that, you know, when you take somebody else through and you're a part of someone's change, when you're a part of someone's healing, it is the most fulfilling thing I've ever found. So if you're looking for something like that, like maybe come, you know, do a class and then check out the trainings, whether you do them, I have them online, you can do them online, or, you know, I have some spots in this March training in Newport Beach, uh, California, March 3rd through the 6th, and that's going to be powerful. So I can't wait to do that. So thank you for having me on here. I really appreciate it.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure and listeners, those links will be in the show notes.
1: Yeah. And I'm on Instagram too, but don't send me any DMs there. I don't like that. (laughs) Don't try and slip into my DMs, but I'm on there and I post my stuff on there. And yeah, I'm on Facebook, all that stuff. Um, But there's so many social media things now. It's like, you can't keep up with all the messaging on 15 different social media sites and TikTok and all of it. So just email me. The email is breathewithjp at gmail.com. And you can find that through the website as well. Awesome.
0: JP thank you so much for joining
1: mainstream. us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Next week I'll be talking with Lauren Hughes. Lauren Hughes is a serial entrepreneur, realtor and investor currently working on her fifth business. Hughes Capital started last year which she is planning to grow to be over 10 million within the next 5 to 7 years. I had a wonderful long conversation with Lauren too. We'll be talking about neurodivergence and how thinking differently leads to innovation and how you can learn to use your own inner imposter as a tool. Stay tuned for next week, folks. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, if you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you. Especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying if you still need more help at the end of our call and it makes sense to both of us we'll talk about what it would look like to work together if this sounds good to you click the book Trina link in the show notes thanks again for listening and stay tuned for next week and remember be awesome